featuring leading voices in 2019 supporting women to fully show up, connect to their feminine authenticity and truth. I'm your host, Erin Rachel Doppelt, bringing light to the marriage between Eastern practices and Western psychology, while encouraging you to show up for yourself and the world around you. May this be your time to shine. May you show up. I'm very excited about my solo podcast today. This podcast features my journey, how I became who I am, speaking to working in the corporate world, leading high school programs to Poland and Israel, living in Israel, moving to India, coming home, integrating it all, and sharing this from a place of truth and authenticity. I hope you enjoy. Before we begin this podcast, we set the intention with a gentle prayer. May these words serve those who listen. May they be connected to highest good. May this be your call to shine and show up. I wanted to start off this podcast series by introducing myself and how I became, began this work. I was looking for a holistic remedy to support some of the stress and anxiety and frustrations I was seeing in the people and the world around me. It all started when I deeply desired to go on a high school program to Israel. I was 17 years old and the program started with one week in Poland where we traveled through the whole entire country, uh, visiting the concentration camps, learning about the Holocaust, World War II, the Jewish lineage. The trip then continued to Israel, where I spent one month traveling through this beautiful country with other North Americans my age and Israelis also my age. During this time, there were many peak moments, many energetic moments of impact, but I can pinpoint one incredibly memorable moment that still sticks with me and that I can easily articulate today. This was a moment when I connected to the highest, most authentic, loving version of myself. There was one evening when my peers and I were staying in the Negev, in the desert of Israel, in the Bedouin tents. We were guided to listen to a couple songs and look up into the stars, this beautiful, beautiful sky filled with so many stars. There was no light pollution. I remember it as if it was today. A couple of different songs played. There was uh, The General by Dispatch. There was some version of Hallelujah. And I just laid there looking up at the stars, picturing my body as part of the earth. I made a gentle wish looking at these stars, my first moments connecting to prayer. And I asked to be a vessel. I asked to help people connect to their truth, connect to their inner divinity. I deeply desired to live in a space that was also connected. And from that moment on, I knew that something awakened. Now, I wish I could say that from 17, I was so connected and authentic and sharing my truth, but that's just not real. And that's just not how it works. We forget over time We get distracted. We get caught up in our Western psychology and keeping up with all those around us. This really led me into not the greatest path. I attended university, 
a university that I thought would meet all my needs. During my undergrad years, I really learned how to pull the veil and face myself and just sit with what I saw. And I wasn't happy with it and it wasn't pretty. I was super anxious, tried very hard to keep up with everybody. I, I partook in Greek life, uh, regularly drinking and eating the absolute grossest and unhealthiest and dead cafeteria food. Uh, I was experiencing extreme social anxiety. I've met some unkind women. And also in that same breath, I met some incredible men and women as well. It created so much stress in my life and unnecessary drama, which really led to compulsive negative thought patterns and deep insecurity. In the same time, I really tried to shift, and I knew that there was a better way. My parents always taught me that there's always a better route, and if you work hard, you can find that route. Understanding this really reconnected me to different communities where I always felt in peace, became very involved in the Jewish life in Pittsburgh, and ultimately chose to study abroad in Florence, Italy. And this is something where like huge energetic impact for me, big moment of change. When I was 20 years old, I spent second semester of my junior year studying in Florence, Italy. I became best friends with the eight most incredible humans in the world, and we are still incredibly close today. During this time, I reconnected with the most authentic version of myself. I spent days alone exploring markets, sitting in cafes, eating everything my heart desired, and doubling my devotion. I would practice prayer in every cathedral or nature reserve or secret cafe I could find. And during this time, I felt peace. After Florence, I completed my undergrad years in Pittsburgh. I graduated with a business marketing degree and a writing degree with an extensive background in fitness. I taught many spin classes throughout the city. And, I, and this is when I truly began my love affair with yoga. I found a couple spiritual running buddies who would come to yoga studios with me. And yoga really helped me detox some of the things I was absorbing and sweat it out and practice asana or postures. It really helped me open up and relieve some of the stress and anxiety that I was holding. When I graduated from undergrad, I began a corporate marketing job in Chicago. I opened up healthy food companies, quick service healthy food restaurants. It was considered to be a really incredible job. Um... And many different things happened during this time. I learned the power of social media, which still amazes me to this day. I learned what it meant to be a true lady boss, what it was like to work from a nine to five masculine circadian rhythm, which I was not super fond of. I became super addicted to caffeine and happy hour. And I cared so much about what other people thought about me. I regained a love affair with partying. I started dating men twice my age. I started climbing the social scene, this crazy ladder in Chicago to become part of the VIP parties. What ended up happening is I would just wake up on the weekend or, or in the morning during the week 
And in my hangovers, I would reconnect to what I actually wanted. In these moments, I would hop in the car, drive back to the suburbs, and spend the weekend in my parents' house, regaining, regaining some of my identity, who I am, and what I cared about. I also became addicted to self-help books, practicing yoga, vegan, vegetarian, raw vegan lifestyles. And then, as God would have it, I received an email. As God would have it, I was still leading these high school trips, the same one that deeply helped me connect when I was 17. This program is called Shorshim, and it was my lifeline. It was the vessel that helped me really connect to the kindest, most authentic, loving version of me and showing me what my true purpose really was, helping people radically connect to their truth. I love this trip so much because when people remove themselves from their everyday rituals, they connect with what truly resonates and means to them. It's intuitive, it's authentic, and it's healing. Ultimately, I left my corporate job and I started working at a holistic health coach and I got trained through the Institute of Functional Medicine to become a nutritionist. And then also during this time, the same organization, Shorshim, asked me if I wanted to lead a birthright trip to Israel. So in January 2015, I of course said yes, led the trip, and then stayed for six months. During this time, I reconnected with my lineage. I spent a great deal of time in the ashram in the desert, Shatim bin Midbar. I studied Judaism and the Israeli-Palestinian conflict, ventured into Palestinian territories, made a lot of friends, different from me and similar, dated many Israeli guys, and practiced veganism, raw veganism, and experimenting with different recipes. There was a two-month stint where I lived in my own apartment in Ramont Gan, and I would wake up in the morning, drink coffee or tea, and play a Simon and Garfunkel record, and sit with my thoughts, and pray, and journal. And I would say these were probably the most important days of my whole entire life thus far, and really helped me reconnect with my inner femininity, and my truest voice, and really forced me and propelled me to actually show up. And now that I look back and talk about this, it makes perfect sense. I just finished The Defining Decade by Dr. Meg Jay. She talks about how a lot of your personality really forms in your 20s because the frontal cortex, the front of the brain, is still developing. And this is when I really formed my personality and I decided what I wanted to become devoted to, which was helping people connect to their truth. Obviously, this ultimately led me to India. And in October of 2015, after a four-month stint working in, back in the corporate field in Chicago, I moved to Mumbai, India, where I worked with this Israeli NGO called Gabriel Project Mumbai. They're amazing. Check them out. And we brought education and female empowerment into the slums of Mumbai. It was wow, 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 amazing. During this time, I deeply started studying yogic philosophy, yoga, med meditation, Hinduism, Buddhism, certain sects of Islam as I was living in a Muslim community in Mumbai. I, I mean, it was just like a really wild time. I was studying with a disciple of Sri Sri Ravi Shankar. He's one of the, uh, he's a guru. He started Art of Living, which has many different ashrams and spiritual centers throughout Southeast Asia. There's about three in the States. 
And my life was just, I would wake up in the wee hours of the morning. I'd walk through these slum villages. I would meet my teacher. We would meditate. Then I would go and take the train to the slums, to another slum area. And it was just a wild time. And what I learned was what really mattered. Like what really mattered? And it's people, it's human connection. It's having fresh, clean water. It's feeling safe in your own skin. Um, really extreme conditions living in Mumbai and I was regularly faced with what does it mean to have fair skin and to be a solo female traveler and what does it mean to be authentic in this day-to-day life and am I healthy am I doing the right thing also during this time I would travel the country living in many different ashrams and spiritual centers I was dating a Punjabi guy um, that lived in Mumbai and he was trying to make it in the Bollywood scene and I had a solid group of friends from the Jewish community in Mumbai. It's actually a, a side note. A lot of my friends were from the B'nai Israel tribe. They're a tribe that fled Israel. And they were trying to get to Africa. And they got shipwrecked. They got shipwrecked outside of the Konkan villages outside of Mumbai. So all my friends, or many of my friends in India, their last names end with K-A-R. And they are from the B'nai Israel tribe. And this was my posse, like this was my crew. Um, So I would hang out with them during my free time in Mumbai. And once I finished with GPM, I began to travel more. I went to Sri Lanka. I joined a silent meditation community. I left a silent meditation community. I did my yoga teacher training in a mostly silent ashram in South India. Um, Met some super anti-Semitic people. Met some really beautiful and connected people. I spent a week in northern India motorcycling on the back of this Israeli farmer's motorcycle and deeply learned how to meditate. It was a lot of deep highs and lows. I went to many different weddings. I went to a Hindu wedding, a Muslim wedding, and a Jewish wedding. I created incredible friends. And I doubled my devotion and really connected to what type of meditation practices resonate with me. And the greatest metaphor I can offer is I was living in this mostly silent ashram in Kerala, India, and we got a little bit of Wi-Fi, and I received my acceptance letter to Columbia University. This was a moment that really changed everything for me. Upon returning to the States, I started my master's at Columbia University. I studied, um, the degree was in clinical psychology and education, and their program was called the Spirituality Mind-Body Institute. This was the moment that I truly began integrating all my experiences thus far. I met like my highest soulmates, the most incredible people who will definitely appear on this podcast as they are beautiful experts in their field, speaking to modern day wellness and spiritual psychology, helping us all connect more deeply. And I cannot wait to share these leading voices with you. Today, I travel around the world leading 10 different workshops ingrained in meditation and mindfulness, emotional intelligence, positive psychology, functional medicine, nutrition, accounting of the soul meditation, and all of these workshops support personal and professional development. Uh, Much more on this later on in the podcast. And of course, the queen of all the workshops that I share really is the accounting of the soul meditation. It is active meditation. It is geared for somebody with ADD, ADHD, anxiety, depression, compulsive, sometimes negative thought patterns. I have shared these workshops with Forbes 500 companies, healthcare systems, universities, school systems, and yoga 
schools and spiritual centered programs. I love it. I lead retreats around the world and I have some coming up to Tulum, Mexico, India, Israel, and outside of Chicago. So if you're near, definitely reach out. I am the birther of the nine-month soul immersion, a program for women to deeply connect and radically show up for themselves. I'm ecstatic to launch this podcast. Um, it's really going to be an exciting venture to share with everyone. And my niche really is the marriage between clinical psychology and spiritual practice, integrating all of my findings from living in Asia and the Middle East into modern-day psychotherapy in hopes of helping each person to shift, connect, come closer to their divinity, and radically show up. If you resonate with this podcast, please leave a comment and subscribe. If you do leave a comment, please screenshot it email it to me, Aaron at AaronRachelDopelt.com, and you will be entered to win a $100 gift card to Whole Foods, Lululemon, Athleta, or Amazon. You get to choose. Five people will win this gift card, so definitely subscribe. Please leave a comment. would love to hear from you, and thank you so much for joining me.